All right, here's what we need to let you know. Sports Call can now be heard on Amazon Alexa devices. Open the Alexa app on your iPhone or Android. Tap the menu icon at the top left. Tap skills and games in the menu and search for Sports Call Auburn. Select the skill, then tap enable to use. You're done. All you have to do now is say, hey, Alexa, play Sports Call Auburn, and you're listening to Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show. Let's now go to our Auburn Bank phone line and bring on our next guest from Auburn Live and On3Sports.com, our good buddy Justin Hokinson, kind enough to join us here on the program. Hokinson, we appreciate the time. How's your week been? It's good, man. It's going well. How are you guys doing? Uh, we're doing very well. We, uh, we're excited to chat with you here. been a little bit since we've gotten a chance to, uh, to catch up with you. I want to kind of talk about uh, a story that uh, you weren't expecting to become a story. You weren't expecting it to be on your radar and you did such a good job of of covering it but it seemed like we had a little off-season pickup basketball game that kind of came together between uh some walk-ons of the basketball team and a football team and and you got a chance to check out some of it so tell us a little bit about that story and how it came to be yeah that was actually pretty funny man that was pretty entertaining uh uh really it started with kd johnson and and tj finley kind of going back back and forth on instagram um, about who would win, that I was like, well, that's that's pretty funny. And so I screenshotted it and I put it on Twitter and I just kind of put it out there, like, hey, who who, do you, who would you take? You know, the walk-ons are, are the best five the football team could, could get. And it kind of blew up on Twitter. I had Marcus Harris retweeting it, Wendell Green was retweeting it, and it kind of elevated the, uh, the the trash talking. And so the next thing you know, they set it up and they played inside the arena on the arena floor. Um, it was good. It was fun. It was entertaining. You had uh, you had walk-ons. You had Chandler Le- Leopard, the Leor Berman, Carter Sabera, Mike Whitmore uh, on the walk-ons, and then you had uh, T.J. Finley, Jalen Simpson, uh, Desmond Tisdale, Brandon Frazier, and Trey Lindsey on the football side, and they played a best of five. And the basketball guys won three three to two. Um, it was really, it was really competitive. It was really good. Jalen Simpson is, is, is an insane athlete. His vertical's got to be 42, 43 inches. I mean, it's just insane. Um, Trey Lindsey's a pretty good player as well. So it was, it was fun. I think it was cool for them. There's football team was there. The basketball team was there to, to watch it. So it was kind of a lot of fun. I think they joked around about playing a seven on seven football game, which is not going to go well for basketball unless they have a quarterback. Yeah. So, um, We'll, uh, we'll see how that goes. But I thought it was cool, just the camaraderie to get together. It was competitive, but then when it was done, it was done. And so it was uh, it was kind of fun to just watch. Yeah. No, I mean, look, it's it's kind of crazy. It brought back memories to, to this show right here, right before uh, his current role. Trevon Reed spent two years as a co-host on this show four days a week. And that was some of our favorite topics with him was like, okay, well, who were the best basketball players on your team? And T. Reed's talking about matchups between Nick Marshall and Jeremy Johnson. And I think the big takeaway in all of this, Justin, is that, like you said, you do kind of forget watching these athletes play just one sport, how athletic they are point blank period in general, because they really can translate to a variety of different sports and likely were multi-sport stars in their high school careers. No doubt, no doubt. I mean, Jalen Simpson. I mean, if he had, if he had a legit jump shot, I mean, he could play basketball. I mean, the kid. I mean, he had a he had a follow. You're talking about a cornerback. He had a follow up dunk in that pickup game that was um, it was impressive. I mean, off a miss, times it, grabs the rebound midair, and throws it down. And you're like, I mean, that's that's an impressive play. Um, 
And so uh, yeah, Brandon Frazier, 6'7", down there, was a, was a beast to handle. And then the, even those walk-ons, um, you know, you might look at them and then you see, you know, Carter Severa go up and block Brandon Frazier at the rim uh, on a dunk attempt and, you know, kind of opens your eyes. Yeah, they're really, really good athletes, man. They, they definitely can transition. How closely have you been following this Auburn baseball team this season, Justin? Yeah, I mean, look, they're they're really an intriguing team. I think I think every weekend you just sort of get a little bit more drawn into what they're doing. Um, you know, I think for the season, I don't know where expectations were. There, I mean, some people had them last in the West. I kind of thought, man, if this team somehow went 15 and 15 in the league, I thought it would be a really good season. Um, I thought it would, I would I would kind of deem it a success if they could just stay 500 in the league, um, but they've 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 shown to be quite a bit more than that. I mean, Sonny Deshera has raised his average quite a bit since coming over from Sanford, um, and then you've got, of course, Blake Rambush who's hitting the ball, and you found an ace in Joseph Gonzalez, and you have that closer guy in Blake Burkhold. You've got you look at this team, and you've got the pieces in the right places to win games. Now, how deep is the pitching? How deep can you go in a in whether it's the SEC tournament or regionals or that really tests you um, to see how good you are. But in terms of a three-game series, I, I mean, I think Auburn has shown so far that they've got enough pieces to be competitive with anybody for two or three games. It'll be an amazing test this weekend up in Knoxville against a team that's just absolutely loaded. I've never seen a team off to the start to Tennessee. I mean, we're talking about baseball at 35-3. I mean, it, that, I've never seen anything like it. But uh, really impressed with what Auburn's done up and down the lineup. Uh, got some role players doing their jobs. So, um, yeah, I mean, they're, they're a good team. And they've got that mentality. I mean, the one thing, even that Omaha team with Butch Thompson, I mean, they're not going to quit. They're going to fight pretty hard. They're going to grind. And so that makes up maybe for that talent gap if there is one, which, you know, obviously there is with, with Auburn a little bit. So it's an impressive team. I'm really interested to see what they did this weekend. They'll tell us a lot about how good they are and, and what could they do in the postseason based on, you know, what they do this weekend. And then next weekend you've got a top five Arkansas team coming to Plainsman Park. A whole lot of fun for sure. Auburn Live's got some baseball coverage for you. Check it out, auburnlive.com. Our guest today, Justin Hokinson with On3 Sports. He's on Twitter at underscore J Hokinson. All right, we're 50 as we continue to jump around here. Uh, 50 hours away from the NFL draft this upcoming weekend, Hoke. Like, what kind of expectations do you have for Auburn guys? How many guys do you think could possibly hear their name call? Kind of refresh us. It's been a little bit since we've heard about the guys going on to the next level. And now, like I said, that we're, we're 50 hours away from the event. What can we expect this weekend? Yeah, I think obviously, you know, it's 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 where does Roger McCreary go? Can he can he sneak into the first round the way Noah um, Dick Benogany did? Um, I think that'll be interesting. Most most mock drafts have McCreary probably mid second, probably in the fifties. Um, so so it's probably uh, an outside shot, a very outside shot that he sneaks into the first round. Uh, Noah had that elite elite speed that I think. You know, allowed somebody to take a risk on him, um, and McCreary doesn't necessarily have that, but he's got all those intangibles um, as just being a good cover corner. So I think he'll be obviously be the first one gone somewhere mid second round, um, and then after that, it's going to be interesting. I mean, I think Smoke Monday might might probably be the the next guy off the off the block, but just where does he go? I mean, he's got some 
nice things about him, but um, but there's there's some drawbacks there too. So where does he fall? Who takes a chance on Zacoby McLean, who's a tackling machine but probably lacks the size? Um, who takes a chance on him? Does somebody take a chance on um, you know Demetrius Robertson, who's got a lot of speed, or you know somebody like that? So I think outside of McCreary, it'll be a fairly uneventful draft for Auburn. I mean, I don't think it's going to be. Um, one where you've got four, five, six guys get drafted. Um, but I think get that one in the high second round, McCreary, and, and then see if you can get guys uh, to latch on in the late rounds, maybe get some good free agent deals and get some good opportunities. Spring practice wrapped up for Auburn a couple week, weeks ago, and it's starting to wrap up for just about everybody around the country by this point, Justin. So we're seeing kind of an influx again of transfer portal guys. Who does Auburn have an eye on, or, or at least what position group would Auburn like to add on it late this spring? Yeah, I think position group, I'm not sure who yet, just because it's, um, like you said, stuff still, I think spring is still wrapping up. It's you're trying to figure out who's out there and do you even take the chance of bringing on a transfer that's, you know, maybe he's an okay player. Do you hold on to that scholarship? I mean, edge position for sure. I mean, they're just so thin there got to get that's one where they're probably going to take somebody almost even if they're a tweener like well we think they can help they just need some bodies there um and so that that's a big one receiver is one that's interesting i mean because there's not they they're just guys on the rosters man there's athletes they've got there but none of them have proven anything and so i don't know exactly who you could go get at receiver that would be any more proven or ready to be a playmaker in the sec than who you've got um, and so I'm not, I'm not sure about that position. Um, you know, maybe, maybe there's a young, young tackle or a young lineman you could get, but I think edge is going to be a huge one. Maybe it, maybe a linebacker, but I'm not sure that they're going to hit it all that hard. I mean, the way recruiting is going, you also have to think about and go, okay, well, you know, maybe we, maybe we go a couple of scholarships short and recruiting is going that well. Let's add a few more on, on the back end if we can. Um, or, or let's get some momentum and then try the transfer portal again next year where we've got more opportunities. So it'll be interesting to see how the, the numbers go. I think Edge is the big one. That's the one where they just need bodies. I mean, if Derek Hall or Eric or, or Iku Leota get hurt, you're in trouble immediately. If one of those guys gets hurt, it's Dylan Brooks, and then it's who knows. So that, that, that's the position where they've got to get another quality body that they could put in an SEC play and at least feel like they can – they can hold their own to some degree. That's I think that's the one I'm watching. Makes sense. I, I think that uh, that's a, that's a good position for Auburn to be in is to add depth on that defensive front. It's going to help them out in the long run. All right, talking about that wide receiver group in particular, a lot of new names expected to factor in. Some familiar names if you're uh, absolutely obsessed with Auburn football and have been following the team over the years. But like, who are going to be the leaders you think of that wide receiver room going into this upcoming season, or is it truly going to be? Uh, someone that uh, is not currently on campus. I like the group that's there. I'm not sure. You know, you've got Camden Brown coming in. You've got Amari Kelly coming in. Um, and I think I'm, I know I'm forgetting one. Um, uh, but you've got, you've got, I think, three guys coming in. Of course, Jay Fair is already there. But I think, I think if Auburn's going to get things done at receiver, it's going to be with the guys that are on, on the roster now, whether it's Shedrick Jackson, who I think is going to be the leader, in terms of that room, um, whether it's Xavion Capers, who I've heard good things about in terms of taking the right steps in, in his development 
he's got a skill set that nobody else really has on the, in that receiver room with his height and range. Javaris Johnson and Tavares Dawson bring a lot of speed to the table. There's a lot of good things and good pieces in that room. It's just you have a bunch of guys who've never done it, and you have a bunch of guys who you know, you can't completely depend on yet. I wouldn't call any of them other than Shed. I'm not sure you could point to any of them and say I'm, 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 they're pretty reliable, don't really have any issues. They're going to line up right. They're going to line right. They're going to run the right route, run the right depth. Um, and so I think that's the big question with them. With Keysaw, Harson, that's the big question, especially with a quarterback who's going to need that help is who among that group is ready to do all the little things and step up and be that guy. There's a bunch of talent and a bunch of skill. Um, I'm curious to see what kind of development that happens this summer, right, when they go do one-on-ones with the quarterbacks and, and they're working out and they're putting in the time. The summer's going to be huge, huge, huge. But there's pieces there. I'm optimistic, but I'm also – you kind of want to see a few games and see how it's going to work with these guys. The potential's there. They just got to grow up and, and be a group that, that can be relied upon. Hoke, you're so plugged in. I love reading your work and, and listening to the shows that you're on and that sort of thing. And I uh, want to ask you this because I know that throughout the spring we got a chance to kind of learn a little bit more about Ike Hilliard as he transitions to this coaching role. And we're talking about that wide receiver position in particular. What intrigues you about this hire for Auburn or like what's something that you've learned from conversations? Just give me something on Ike Hilliard here as we enter sort of the summer for the Auburn football program. Yeah, What's intriguing about um, Ike Hilliard is just his experience, whether it's um, obviously playing the position um, or coaching in the NFL and, and coaching a lot of the players he, he's coached. Um, I think the guy's going to bring an incredible amount of experience to the table. Um, and while the terminology might be a little bit different, he'll learn that part. Um, I think he catches on really quick, and, and I think he's going to bring some concepts and some knowledge to that receiver room to not, to not just say, say, here's where you line up. I think that guy's going to bring some real football IQ to the table for those receivers in terms of hey, how, how do you use your leverage correctly and um, you know, where, where should your head be and head movement and when you're running routes. I think there's just little things that he can really, really help that group of guys that need to be developed as wide receivers, not just athletes, um, I think he could be a perfect fit to, to come in there and teach those guys some ins and outs of being a good receiver, being a good route runner, um, and just being smart on the football field. So I think that could be his biggest plus. He's got to learn the recruiting side of things, which he'll, you know, which he'll pick up. But um, I love listening to him out there when, when we've kind of watched a little bit of spring, uh-huh. uh, too. He's got a real calm demeanor. Um, you know, it's just I really like it. It's pretty chill. Um, he just talks to them. He just coaches them and moves on. It's, it's nothing It's nothing too high or too low. And so I kind of enjoy um, watching him coach as well. But I think the knowledge of, and the experience there is really going to help a bunch of guys that are trying to figure it out. AuburnLive.com on three sports. I'm seeing here at the top, you go to the website, you can subscribe now, a special offer for a free seven-day trial and a whole lot more. Like, why, why should people join the on three community and particularly Auburn Live, Justin? Man, we, we would we would appreciate anybody wanting to be a part of the community. We've had a great, gosh, it's almost been a year, which is wild, <laughs> um, how much we've grown in a year at Auburn Live. But yeah, we have a great community um, of of people that have that have joined us. We have I'm really Jeffrey Lee and Cole Pinkston are second to none on the recruiting trail um, in both basketball and football. And Cole brings a lot of great analysis as a as a football mind and 
and then the database that we have going. Um, I think people over the over the summer and into next fall, the database that On Three is building on the recruiting side is going to be phenomenal um, on the NIL valuations and things like that. So uh, it's going to be a really awesome place to be a part of. You can be a part of any Auburn site, but I would highly encourage you to at least be a part of ours as well. Um, and uh, we, we, man, we, we appreciate all the people that have joined and really helped us launch this thing like crazy over the last year. And, uh, and appreciate you guys having us having us on as well. So AuburnLive.com, you get a free week at any point, so go check it out for a free week, and then uh, hopefully you'll stick on. Justin, we appreciate the time. We'll have to get you by here in the studio sometime on South College Street. Hang out with us for a little bit. Absolutely. I would love to.